welcome to a brand new episode of Save Station Radio. Wait, is this a review? Is this a prediction episode? Oh, it's not a reacts. It's a preview. Our very first preview. That's right, we got early access to the Crash 4 It's About Time demo. So, first of all, I want to address some things. Our recording situation is a little bit different this time. We normally record remotely. Uh, we're in a situation where we're actually together. And we're using the same mic. We wanted to get this out to you guys as soon as possible. We only have one code, so we're hanging out, recording in the same room. So if the quality is a bit different, a bit lower than usual, sorry if it's a bit better. Uh, sorry for the, all the other episodes. <laughs> um, this is our second time recording. Connor swallowed some water down the wrong pipe. So we're off to a great start. <laughs> we're all good. Uh, that's how excited we are about Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh, do you want to tell us how we got this demo? Yeah, we were able to get this demo code um, from a guy named Matt Danovic on Twitter, at Matt Danovic on Twitter. Um, he was gracious enough to provide us with a code to look at this demo. Um, he was giving out a bunch of codes today, so we thought we'd record our impressions of it and get it out there. Yeah, so go follow at Matt Danovic. And then also I want to shout out Canadian Guy A, who retweeted him, which is how I learned about this and how this whole thing came together in the first place. So go follow him and check out his videos on YouTube. He's a YouTuber. He does a lot of Crash and Spyro stuff. So if you're listening to this podcast for Crash stuff, you probably like that as well. So probably in your wheelhouse. So we're going to go ahead and discuss the demo. It's a three-level demo. Um, we got two Crash levels and one Cortex level. And I guess we'll start with the Crash levels. And uh, I just want to start and say what struck me first was the visuals. I... Like, like, we've seen this game in trailers and stuff, and, you know, we have a general sense of what it looked like, but seeing it up close running on real hardware, and we played it on our uh, PS4 Slim, uh, just for reference sake, it looks so nice, and it looks so bubbly and so cartoony. Yeah, uh, we mentioned this when we were talking about the Insane Trilogy, uh, the first game anyway, and the animation is top-notch. This might not be done by Vicarious Visions, it's done by Toys for Bob, um, who did Spyro, and they're fantastic, but you can see their passion for animation and character design and character personalities, all of that shine through the visuals. Yeah, even in sort of the enemies and their their behaviors, um, there's, when you're playing as Cortex, you can turn enemies into bricks and they have little eyes that stare at you. So, like, like, there's just a bunch of expression and a lot of, like, little cute touches that really make it come to life. It really feels like in almost more exaggerated take on the Spyro Reignited art uh, rather than the Insane Trilogy's art. So it, it does feel like it's taking a different direction, but I really like it, and I think it fits Crash really well. Oh, yeah. I love Crash's personality that comes through. He doesn't speak. I don't know if he's never going to speak, which probably implications seem like yes, but the amount of expressions and his little noises that he makes are so charming, and I love every bit of it uh even the enemy design i think is really great there's one in the first level of the demo which was um snow way out was the title of it there's these pirate enemies that are just sleeping on the boats it's sleeping standing up i just love that kind of stuff it's very great um in the second level which was dino dash uh, the dinosaur that chases you, you can see him like get disappointed and turn around after one of the chases. and That's the best. It's so great. 
Yeah, I I really love the the enemies in particular in this game so far. From what we've seen, they're very cute and very adorable. Uh, so we so we mentioned we had Snow Way Out, Dino Dash, and Ship Happens. Ship Happens. Ship Happens. I do not need to censor that. <laughs> uh, to rank the best crash level name of this demo, we're not going to because it's Ship Happens. Yeah, you can't... It's it's a three-way race, but really it's a one-way race. When you have one option that's god-tier, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, so, I guess immediately after the visuals, how do you feel about the control? Yeah, so the control, especially coming right off of Insane Trilogy, the control feels a lot faster on the ground. Like, Crash himself feels like he runs a bit faster. And his air control is also a lot um, a lot more precise than before. I feel like I could really precisely land on boxes. The added drop shadow that is highlighted in yellow really helps, um, just visually and psychologically. There was something about the slide jump that felt a little stiff to me, but not in a way that it wasn't useful. Just not quite as... You're not going to be breaking the game as much as you would in Crash 2 or 3. Yeah, and it seemed like, for reference, it seems like Crash had all of his standard moves from at least Crash 2. You could slide jump, as you mentioned, you could crouch jump, uh, you could belly flop, and uh, that's about it, right? You can double it's jump, which double, was in yeah, Crash was in 3. three yeah. So I don't know if this game will have unlockable power-ups, because you could double jump, and it did seem like we had the super belly flop, whatever that was called, super slam. Um, because we were able to break metal crates. I don't know if that's something you'll unlock in this game you just have from the beginning. That was something you could do with the regular belly flop, the super belly flop. Just added the impact radius, which I don't think oh, was here. Oh, that's right. That's right, because in our Crash Warped episode, <laughs> I talked about it being useless. Oh, well, you have to wait another month for that. Um, so, yeah, it seems like you have his base move set plus the double jump. And and I don't. I wonder if we'll get unlockables. I bet that the wampa bazooka's in there right it has to be that's such an iconic thing uh so yeah let's let's talk about the new stuff then uh new to this game the kind of the gimmick is the masks you get there's four different masks and in this demo we got to play around with two of them one of them i guess we'll start with this one is uh it sort of phases objects in and out of the world so like you'll see sort of blue and white boxes they're kind of ghostly and if you phase it it phases back into the world um, and then there'll be environmental objects that'll do that too. So like there's a grind rail in that level and you can phase objects in and out of existence to uh, grind down the rail without hitting anything. And it's a really fun mechanic. It works on a single button press and it works well and it complements it complements Crash's fast gameplay, which I really appreciated. Yeah, it's very fun to combo with, especially when you're jumping on boxes. There's a moment, I think a little bit later, but where there's boxes that are in like right after each other but they're in different dimensions so being able to ch combo your jumps and when you want to drop down to the bottom of the rail in addition to swapping to the right dimension to hit the boxes that's all very satisfying to pull off yeah and then the other mask we have to play with is the, the it's a mask that basically allows you to go into slow-mo and it's the best it's so cool and what this will do the sort of thing you realize right away is they've added boxes with timers on them so you hit it like an exclamation box like you would in the old games and then um invisible boxes will pop up but they all have timers on them and they're all super quick 
So what it's teaching you is to hit that exclamation box and then go into slow-mo so you can get those boxes before the timer runs out. And that's great, but what's, what, what it becomes really fun is when there's a series of falling platforms and you have to freeze time at the exact right time so you can use those platforms to traverse the level. And it just creates this really fun, really action-packed gameplay that's very challenging because you both have to consider the space of the falling platforms and your ability to, to traverse them quickly before your slow-mo runs out. And it really, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I found this move really satisfying, and not just because of the ways the level uses it, which are very interesting, and I would love to see how the rest of the game does use this mechanic, but the main thing I loved about it is be, is the way you can use it on other obstacles. Um, there's a pirate enemy with this big chain. You can use it to slow down time while he's revving up his attack to give you a bigger attack window to get to him. You can use it to slow down TNT timers or just make uh, certain enemies easier to deal with or just make sure... Uh, the other mechanic you can do is you can tip, you can slow down time to bounce on nitro crates and get away before they explode, which is very cool to pull off. It's very satisfying. Especially when you time that with the nitro box blowing up a switch, which then activates timed boxes, and then you have to slow down time. This was all in a bonus stage, but it's just super satisfying to pull off and very versatile for what it can do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's simple I, to understand too, which is very good for a power up. Yep, it's simple to understand, but also you can you can already in the one level we get to play with it in, I guess two, uh, see where the death comes in and where this will become super challenging and tough. Uh, I also love the effect on enemies because you're not in slow mo when you do this. To be clear, Crash still moves at normal speed. It's the environment, everything around him that's in slow mo. So when you hit enemies, they're in slow mo and they kind of fly off the screen in slow mo until it stops and they speed up. Which is a very satisfying animation. Yeah, and their voice clips are slowed down, and it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, and then I guess the last kind of new thing we got to play with was Cortex. And his level is interesting, and I wonder if this is how the other character levels work in the game, too. It's basically, you get to play half a half of Cortex level, you get to the end of Cortex's level, and then... Um, he does something that triggers an event in one of Crash's levels... And then you carry on the level as Crash. And in this case, it was that first level from the demo, uh, Snow Way Out. So Ship... What's the level? Ship Happens. Ship Happens, what's right. Ship Happens is technically half of Snow Way Out. So once you get there, you play as Crash, but it's an alternate, harder version of Snow Way Out with lots more... With, like, different boxes and different box placements, lots more TNT. It's kind of cruel a lot of the times. Yeah, but it doesn't feel unfair, which it could easily do where you just throw nitro crates everywhere and make the level difficult. Ooh, but it feels very fair. It's just really challenging when there's TNT crates in between Wumpa boxes and then more enemies or just boxes in really hard to reach places, which if you're going for box gems that we did not confirm were in the game, they might not be in the demo at all because they're very hard to get. Um, all of that to... Uh, accomplish that is made more difficult in this revision yeah um but cortex himself for the most part it was a 2d level there was a couple of 3d elements towards the end but the way he works is he gets one jump instead of crash double jump and he has a gun and this 
gun transforms enemies into uh, platforms. If you shoot them once, it transforms them into a metal platform, and if you shoot them twice, it transforms them into like a slime platform that's like a bounce pad. So you traverse the level by looking for enemies to shoot, and it's very challenging. He also gets a dash, by the way, and an air dash. So it's, I don't know, it feels more like a classic 2D platformer in a sense to me. Um, and this could just be recency bias, but it actually reminded me a lot of Mega Man X. Um, something about the dashing and the ray gun. All recency of that. bias because you played that recently, not because you're a weird time traveler. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it didn't come out anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Mega Man is still in purgatory. No, I played the Mega Man X games recently, uh, the first four. So I definitely felt that, um, plus the air dash is very helpful. Uh, so just shooting enemies and dashing very is very satisfying to pull off, but the lack of a double jump and his shorter jump all... Um, his shorter jump... Uh, base jump is more... It just makes it a little weirder con to control, especially coming right off of playing a crash level. But he does feel legitimately different, which I do like, and it does give me a lot more hope than I already had. I have a lot of hope for the extra playable characters, but it makes me really want to see what the other ones play like as well. Yeah, because we have confirmed that Tana and Dingo Dial are playable, and then Coco is just a clone of Crash, basically. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, uh, those are the major differences. I do want to shout out uh, the best feature of, of Crash 4, which is when you break a box, the Wampa just homes to you you no longer have to worry about picking it up afterwards um in addition to that you can't spin the wumpa into oblivion like you could in the past games which is good because one of the new features of this game is it adds a wumpa counter so now you know how many wumpa fruits are in each level exactly so if you truly want 100 percent this game you're going to go over all of them good luck with that um you don't have to collect all of them to get the new wumpa gems though which once you collect enough of them You'll, there's a meter that fills up and you can collect gems that way, which I think the developers have said that that's going to be used to unlock costumes in the game. So that's cool to... Because uh, the other big change that Crash 4 has is that there it just removes lives. There is a retro mode in the demo and probably the final game that adds them back in, which I don't know why you would because lives are kind of an archaic design choice nowadays. Uh, but having that sort of gem tally for the Wumpa Fruit gives them another purpose rather than just getting extra lives. Yeah, totally. It totally makes sense, and I, I really like I really like this alternative to lives. I think it's smart, um, and, and go on Toys for Bob for that. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we sign off here? Um, in replacement of lives, there's also the death counter, very much reminding me of Celeste. It's mean. <laughs> Just reminds you that, do that you died a bunch. So of your you failures know. and inadequacies. <laughs> yeah, at least in Celeste and Meat Boy and all that, it would show you at the end, like, hey, you messed up a bunch. This is constant on the screen <laughs> instead of the lives count, which is fine. I don't mind it. Um, also, shout out to the animators who did a bunch of little details like having a different animation for when you uh spin and slide at the same time he does the spinning kick now oh yeah um it's really good his crouching animation where he crawls on the ground is very adorable i love his facial expressions when he's running away from dinosaurs he gets all panicked and then the ending animation as well i'll post a screenshot of that on the twitter with this episode i'm sure 
Yeah, it's it's really cute. Um, I do want to shout out in the in Dino Dash, we get a classic style crash running towards the camera, running from a T Rex this time. It feels a lot more set PC, a lot more like like an Uncharted game or whatever, and I think that's really cool. Like parts of the level are falling apart, and there's lava underneath you, and it's it's a really cool feel. And I hope the game has a lot of that because it made it feel very dynamic and epic, and I really enjoyed that sort of grander scale to those sort of classic crash style set pieces especially since in the moments leading up to that chase you're grinding the rail and you actually grind in front of the t-rex and he notices you so then at the next checkpoint you know you're probably going to get chased by that t-rex that was in the background so it just gives it that cohesive feel that i really appreciated yeah it's not like in the older games where you'd be running from the bear and two or whatever and you just like get to the next checkpoint and the bear would crash in the tunnel and there'd be another identical bear above it to <laughs> chase you. Of the tunnel. Yeah. It's it's the same T-Rex, which is funny, um, and great. Until he falls in the lava and dies. And then then you just feel bad. Um <laughs> Oh, shout out to uh of course the classic crash angel death animation is still in here. Uh when you die as Cortex and you get that animation, he's a devil. <laughs> Very good touch. Yeah, nice touch. Uh, so, yeah, Crash 4. Uh, again, thank you to, um, thank you to our friends. I can never remember your name. I'm so sorry. Matt Danovic on Matt Twitter. Matt Danovic, you're the best. Thank you. I'm sorry I forget your name. And Canadian Guy A for retweeting you. You guys rule. This would not have happened without that, and I'm so glad it happened. Um, we, we've got Safe Station Radio for you all week this week. So if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, Keep an eye on the feed for Wednesday because we will be reacting to the PlayStation conference where we'll probably get, well, we pretty much have to get the price and release date or heads rule, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, of course, we have a regularly scheduled Safe Station episode with, for Crash 2, which I'm very excited about because I worked very hard on that. Please listen to it. <laughs> it <laughs> I'm was very a nightmare. excited for that as well. It was fun to record. Uh, and then, of course, two weeks from that, we'll have Warped. And then two weeks from that, after the game comes out, we'll have our final review of Crash 4. It's about time. So thank you for listening to our preview, and we'll see you Wednesday. Yep, stay tuned.